Welcome to the Freedom Formula for Physicians podcast, where it's all about slashing your debt, slashing your taxes, and creating a liberated lifestyle. And now, your host, who met his wife while training for the 400 meters in Seattle and is eating gluten-free whilst lusting after bread, Dave Denniston. Hello, my friends. This is Dave Denniston with the Freedom Formula for Physicians podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping doctors like you slash your debt, slash your taxes, and live a liberated lifestyle. Well, I just wanted to take some time away today just to be vulnerable with you and talk to you about some decisions I've made and how I've worked through those decisions and how that that impacts my life and my financial life as we just reflect on uh, where we want to go. And I hope this episode today encourages you, inspires you, maybe challenges you some. And to be honest with you, I'm not well prepared. I just want to share some thoughts with you. So in my life in this year, 2022, I'm recording this in September of 2022, I've really felt the weight and the pressure of with the people that I have in my life that the season that we're in is coming to a close. What I mean by that is in one instance, I have my parents. My folks are 75 years old, soon to be 76 in 2023. And I'm an only child. And um, my dad last year had some heart issues going on. And my mom has had cancer a few times in her life. And I see them slowing down. The hair is getting whiter. And I just feel that time that I have with my parents, you know, is that chapter is going to be closing in the near future. Uh, more than likely in the next 10 years, you know, a decade. And here I am, 41 years old, uh, going on 42. And I think about wanting to spend time with them and enjoying them while I have them here on this earth with me. On the other hand, uh, in my immediate family of my wife and two daughters, my oldest daughter, is a high school senior this year. And my youngest daughter is 10 and in fourth grade. On that end too, our family as it exists today, my wife and I and my two kids, the the dynamics are gonna change. A year from now in September of 2023, my oldest daughter is looking to get into pre-med and be an undergrad. She's hoping to go to Cornell or Dartmouth on the wish list maybe Northwestern, maybe a public school like University of Minnesota here in the Twin Cities, maybe University of Wisconsin-Madison. So in the majority of the cases, more than likely, she's not going to be near us. And even if she is near us, we're not going to see her every night because she's definitely going to be living on campus. I feel that time as our family, as our unit of four, is our time is precious with one another. She's starting to work now. She got her first job at Starbucks. As much as I wanted her to work for me and I thought it would be so much easier, she wanted to make it on her own, which good for her. You know, she she wanted to 
uh, get out of the dad bubble and experience uh, what it's like to work for someone else. So we'll see if I can wrangle her back in here. But that time that we have, man, it's as our family of four, our family of four is going to be like three and a half with my daughter developing her own life and going out on her own. And so as we were coming into 2022, I said, you know what? I really want to enjoy the time that we have and I want to squeeze the precious moments that I can out of it. And so decided in this year, with which is blessed as we've been with my financial planning business and the land business, let's go enjoy ourselves. Let's shift out of this season of growing the income, growing our net worth, growing our, our cash flow, and let's enjoy it and have some fun and make these precious family memories while we can. And so in February, my oldest, it was actually last November, my oldest daughter and I had been talking for a long time of doing a mission trip together. The original one we were supposed to go on during COVID had gotten canceled. And so the opportunity came up in our church to do a mission trip to Egypt and to do some stuff out there in February of 2022. So we had the money, we had saved up for it. It's like, let's go, let's do it. And so rather than saving money, rather than buying more land, rather than putting even more money in my 401k or non-qualified accounts, we spent it on this trip. It was just the two of us, dad-daughter mission trip. In this trip, we got to connect with missionaries and support them and pray for them. We did some fun stuff of going to the Great Pyramids and riding on camels right in front of the, the Great Pyramids. We had this tragic moment happen that we found out our senior pastor, Anthony Richards, passed away while those of us from our campus were on this trip. And what an incredible time that was. My daughter has misophonia and she got triggered during that time and I was comforting her. We really got to stretch ourselves and do things that get you out of your comfort zone a little bit. And it's, it's a memory that uh, we're going to hold. We have pictures of ourselves in front of the Sphinx, pictures of ourselves in front of the pyramids, pictures of ourselves on, on the River Nile, pictures of memories of the Egyptians that we met and the sights and smells that we got to experience. The, the henna tattoo uh, that she got, the tea and the haggling and the bargaining that we, we, uh, we did together and making a difference and, and praying for people together. And so I, I'm so grateful for that time that we had. But guess what? That wasn't all. My folks had talked about treating my daughter to a graduation trip. And my wife and I didn't want to lose that time the summer after her senior year to have that have her gone like for a week or two. And so talked to my folks and said, hey, let's let's you and me and Gabby go to France. And as we were kind of negotiating with one another and figuring it out, my daughter loved French 
and there was still this question of what borders are going to be open, what's going to happen, you know, with COVID and whatever. So I said, you know what? Let's go to Canada instead. Let's go to Montreal and Quebec. She can have a chance to pack, practice her French. We can be together, the four of us. So I got that time with my folks as well as with my daughter. It was like a two-four, two-four with everything that I was aiming and, and wanting to spend that precious time with. And so my, my folks paid for my daughter and I paid for myself. And we had, we had some great times and walking around, enjoying pastries. You know, it was like going to Europe, enjoying the sights. We zip lined in front of a waterfall in Quebec City. We uh, shopped some. We had some great Asian food in downtown Montreal and just enjoyed being with one another, playing games, seeing the botanical gardens, and a lot of fond memories, you know? And I struggled some with seeing my mom physically, just not doing well, and struggling getting up the stairs. Uh, saw the some of those health issues that you see with older folks pop up in, in my parents. But at the same time, uh, we got to share laughs together. We got to have fondue together. We got to take pictures in front of various things and funny poses and enjoying that together. And at the end of the trip, my daughter and I ended up flying Air Canada and Air Canada was just such a mess. And we ended up somehow they screwed up and we lost our seats on the plane. We had to stay an extra night and there was all this drama around it, but we got through it together. And so we have to have the travel horror story of, of sticking around the airport for hours and hours and hours and then not working out and having to go back at anywho. Uh, we, we got back home and that was June for about a week, week and a half. And then in July, again, because of wanting to spend next summer in 2023 together as a family, my wife and I celebrated our 20 year anniversary a year early. And so we went to Iceland, we went to Switzerland, we went to Germany, we, we did the golden circle in Iceland, and we hiked in, in the mountains in, in the Alps in Switzerland and spent time in Interlaken and Luzerne and all of these beautiful, wonderful places went to Germany. She had a, a gathering for her missions organization, Steiger she's a part of. And I got to do some touristy stuff while she was in her meetings all day and, and getting around uh, Dresden and seeing some of the wonderful sights and enjoying Wiener Schnitzel and uh, pork knuckle and dumplings, uh, the beer gravies and going in a beer house and seeing the palaces and, and all of these, these wonderful, wonderful things and, and uh, following the Rick Steves guide and staying in places he had recommended, eating in restaurants he had recommended, which obviously I, I, I love travel to a degree. And that was three weeks. And now for a commercial break. Have you been wondering what, I'm so tired of working. What would it take to retire? Maybe you've been thinking about, gosh, I want to have a plan for getting out of medicine, but I'm not sure of the right way to do that. What are the steps that I need to take? Well, that is why I put together this ebook 
which is the roadmap to retire by 45. It lays out literally step by step what you need to do, how to go through it, how to calculate it. Uh, I think this is a fantastic ebook that will probably take you 15, 20 minutes to read through, but really lays it out step by step. If you want the ebook, just text ROAD to retire. That's R O A D T O R E T I R E to 833-343-2986. Again, text ROAD T O retire road to retire to this number 833-343-2986 it'll be 20 minutes that will really change your life and now back to the show which by the way uh, the egypt trip i chose not to work at all i didn't bring my laptop with me i totally disconnected from checking my emails I did um, bring my phone, so I was messaging with my team some of the time, but I was not on my laptop, which is the first time I'd ever traveled internationally without it. And so that was interesting. And then the second trip in, uh, in June, I had brought my laptop with me there. And so I was working. Usually I'd be up before everyone else was working two or three hours. Luckily in the land business and my financial planning business, it's stuff I can all do remotely. I mean, that's the beauty of, of what I do. It's like telemedicine. You could really do that from anywhere, you know? It could be done from anywhere. And then this third trip, I also brought my laptop with me. I was usually up before my wife, and I would work quite often for two or three hours in the morning before we got going. And then off we would go on our adventures. So I was able to work and be productive and get things done, maybe not as much as usual, but it allowed me that, that space. And by the time we got to, when we got back, which was late July from that trip, man, I was tired of the travel I had done for the year, which it's been a blessing, but we had another trip planned (laughs) for the four of us. And so we went to the New England States and we went to New Brunswick in Canada and we went to Prince Edward Island and we went to uh, Nova Scotia and then back to Maine and had the lobster dinner and, and uh, lived it up on, on enjoying all the seafood and hiked and, and checked out all the receding uh, Bay of Fundy and, and the amazing tides that go on out there. And we were traveling from place to place to place. And, and yet again, I did work uh, often two or three hours a day to keep up on, on everything. And what was interesting was uh, for trip one, trip two and part of trip three, you know, I would be posting stuff on social media, but then I kind of felt like this guilt, like, gosh, I don't want to like keep on bragging about all this stuff that we're doing and feel like, have someone feel like, gosh, this guy's never working or is he taking care of me? When in fact, in the vast majority of things, I was working and taking care of people, but I didn't want anyone to feel that way. I didn't want anyone to feel like we were bragging um, because at the end of the day, you know, my goal wasn't to share stuff on social media. My goal was to have these precious memories. And I look at social media as something as it can archive and it's like having a cloud, you know, to back up your photos in a lot of ways. And then you get some fun comments and you get to interact with people, which is cool. But 
I struggle with that a little bit in this, which as much of a blessing it is to travel and stuff, a little bit of a guilt complex, particularly with thinking what's happening in Ukraine and everything that's going on there. Um, man, I just feel so lucky and so blessed. And we've spent a lot of money in this time. And I said, I am done with traveling. Originally, we had planned to go to like Hawaii over Christmas. And I was like, man, I, I have to go see clients in Seattle. Uh, in December, and I don't want to do another back-to-back trip because my wife will tell you initially in that New England, Kent, Canada trip we did, all four of us as a family, I got a little bit crabby. <laughs> so I was like, I don't want to travel. I kind of was like, as much as I, I enjoy this, like, honestly, this is too much. And we did it. We had a great time. We made some great memories, but I am glad to be home. I'm glad to be in a routine. These last uh, four weeks that I've been been back home, I missed the uh, routines of me running around a lake, biking around here in the mornings during the summer. And uh, I'm looking forward to the next few months of, of not traveling for fun and uh, even into next year, you know, just... Um, enjoying being home who knows by the time that the winter hits around here might want to might want to get out of dodge and uh, go someplace warmer but i guess i share all of this with you to share you with you the possibilities of what can be and often in life you know uh things ain't always as rosy as they make it out to be you know all these instagram influencers and stuff like traveling and all that's amazing but I like being home, man. I just like being home, enjoying being around my family, doing the routines, and not being crabby (laughs) from traveling so much. But I'm so grateful for the time that we had and and just trying to squeeze every last bit out of this. And pulling back the reins on some of the spending from that traveling, at least for the next few months, because I'm sure next summer we're gonna be traveling some again. Uh, The daughter wants to go to the Philippines. Which, by the way, those airline tickets are expensive going out there. And especially with the economy and possible recession and all of that, it's a little scary thinking about spending spending money now. But for the season that we just had, it was the right move in the season. I'm looking forward to doing another trip with my parents, maybe once a year, and working that into the mix. I'm looking forward to going on another mission trip, maybe with my youngest daughter, probably not next year, maybe the year after that. I'm looking forward to seeing where my older daughter goes to school and maybe visiting her where she goes if it's out of the state. I really look forward to more travel in the future, but I just wouldn't do it back to back to back like what happened this summer. So I guess that's what I wanted to share on my heart and what what I'm going through and the blessings in my life as well as the the challenges of spending versus saving. And I hope that at the end of the day, this inspires you. Maybe it challenges you to spend more time with your loved ones, or maybe it challenges you to say, gosh, how could I do that? And you get to trying to make sure you have all these income streams coming in so it allows you the opportunity to do it. Because I'll tell you what, if I was just dependent on my financial planning income, we would be doing fine. We would be saving. 
but my road to retirement would be so much longer than creating all the income streams that we have. So I would I would love to hear from you. How are you living life? How how are you thinking about spending versus saving? How are you thinking about your family and your parents and your kids and how you want to spend your time and your money on what's important to you. So let me know. I, I would love to hear from you and hear your thoughts. Feel free to email me, Dave at DavidDeniston.com. For the Freedom Formula for Physicians podcast, this is Dave Deniston. Remember, my friends, remember to slash your debt, slash your taxes, and live a red lifestyle. Well, thank you, my friends, so much for listening to the last podcast. I am pleased to announce that I am now a completely independent financial advisor, where to the point now I can really integrate my financial planning practice with this podcast. If you might be looking for help, if you have found any of our information here interesting or relevant and you're looking for a second opinion. I'm making myself available for 30-minute strategy sessions. And if you want to arrange a time to meet with me to discuss your situation and see if we might be a good fit for one another, I'd like you to call our office and speak with Kyla. Our phone number is 612-284-2409. Again, that's 612-284-2409. And I look forward to helping you with your financial situation. And now for some lovely legal disclosures required by our lawyer friends. Investment advice is only offered in jurisdictions where Centurion Financial Strategies LLC, Centurion is appropriately registered or exempt from registration. Our Form ADV Part 2 brochure can be obtained free of charge at advisorinfo.sec.gov by searching for our firm name or its unique CRD number, which is 316-454. This podcast is not a solicitation to provide advisory services in any jurisdiction in which we are not appropriately registered or excluded from registration. The information, statements, and opinions contained in this podcast have been obtained from or are based on information obtained from sources which we believe to be reliable, but we do not warrant or guarantee the timeliness or accuracy of such information. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only and should not be construed as personalized investment, tax, or legal advice. Opinions expressed by any guest are their own opinions and do not necessarily reflect the firm's views. You should carefully consider your own financial circumstances and needs prior to making any investment in securities or purchasing any insurance products. As always, past performance is not indicative of future results. Investing in securities or really anything else involves the risk of loss. If by some chance in this particular podcast I mention insurance products, insurance products are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of an additional insurance company. They may be subject to restrictions, limitations, and early withdrawal fees, which vary by issue. You should always consider the charges, risks, expenses, and investment objective of any insurance products before entering a contract. And that, my friends, wraps it up. Wish you all the best. Feel free to contact us with any info at www.davidDeniston.com. Thank you so much and have a good one. Bye-bye.